Welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast. We are in some fairly crazy times, unsettling times, times that are forcing us into the unknown. And I hope that this podcast can provide for you a little bit of consistency during all of this up and down. Um, I'm here, we're here, Maddie Moon team is available and hoping to serve you this uh, Wednesday. It's March 25th, 2020, and this will be a little bit over a week now of uh, quarantine for many of us. And I feel like a, I feel like a news journalist. We're coming to you live, except we are not live because this is recorded a week ago on the Mind Body Musings podcast. It is currently sunny outside with not a soul. Um, actually, just kidding. There's two people walking on the streets of Brooklyn. I can see from my window and a UPS man. So people are still out and about. Today's episode is about the current state of affairs with the coronavirus through a energetic and spiritual and uh, tangible way. So I'm bringing on my my girl, Julie Day, who has never been on the podcast before, but she is a soul sister you're going to hear uh, and probably feel the, the chemistry between the two of us in this episode. It's just a really good episode, and I'm really excited to launch this out into the world. For any of you who are feeling unsettled or scared, we're going to be focusing a lot on this in this podcast on the gifts within this time, but we're not going to be bypassing. We're not ignoring all of the very real uh, after effects and the aftermath and the industries that are struggling from uh, this quarantine and all the people who are actually are in healthcare and are sick. Like we don't want to be ignoring all of these very real occurrences and real struggles that are happening. And we also want to be looking at what what is good. Dur- what is good during this time? Okay, so apparently the ice cream man is still out and about. I don't know if you could hear that. Okay, anyways, I'm getting so distracted. Let's talk about Julie Day. Julie Day is a spiritual counselor and teacher, astrologer, and podcast creator and host. Julie is fascinated by the process of waking up while living inside a human suit. She graduated from the Agape International Spiritual Center, where she was licensed as a spiritual practitioner in 2010. She spent nine years immersed in the study and practice of modern mysticism and evolution of consciousness, leaning, learning how to access mind-blowing mystical truths while simultaneously having to deal with and eventually embrace her clumsy, messy human. Finding the holiness within her humanness became her greatest teacher, healer, and muse. In 2019, she created her podcast, I Woke Up Like This, where she interviews fellow seekers in their biggest awakening experience and all the light they found through that journey. Whether through private sessions, virtual courses, or her podcast, her most sincere offering is always to help others learn how to love their human and trust that whatever is in front of them can be their sacred portal to knowing more of love, joy, and freedom. We're talking about a lot in this episode. I also share a little bit about my recent ayahuasca experience. So if you've been waiting to hear about that, we will go on into that in the beginning of this podcast episode. I don't really have any announcements to share today. If you want to support the podcast, get a free audiobook. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash mind body musings. If you are craving guidance and uh, leadership and you want to get a head start on either your coaching practice or 
you want a private session to work on anything at all, you are more than welcome to continue to reach out to me. For that, I am still doing coaching sessions. I have one space available for six-month um, coaching as well that will be opening up later in the month or in April. I'm in no hurry, but if anyone is feeling called to start that beginning journey of six months of deep diving work through anything from building a business to the feminine and masculine within you to relationships to healing perfectionism, feel free to go to maddiemoon.com forward slash coaching. And I also do individual sessions, particularly during this time. I don't normally do those, but I've had a few people ask to reach out for individual sessions and I am available for that as well at this time. Now, let's go talk about the spiritual and energetic gifts and how we're all waking up during this time of the coronavirus with Miss Julie Day. Okay, Julie Day, welcome to the podcast. This is really exciting. Um, you've been someone that I've wanted to have on the show for, I guess, like a year. Ever since I met you, has, has it been a year? It hasn't even been a year yet. I, I know, I know. I feel like we're soul fractals of one another, though. So um, it's been beyond lifetimes. Oh, that's amazing. That's like so surprising. I can't believe this. So for everyone listening to the podcast, um, my BFF, Jamie Wilbrab, who you should be by now very familiar with, I co-host retreats with him. He's been on the show twice. I just like promote him on Instagram. I just love him. He was like, you as have to I. make this. Yeah. As, as do you, we are just all soul family. We Probably. have some, I think like in our past life, all three of us together, were in a family. I, I, I can totally see that. And, you know, now that I'm picturing like the three of our faces, if you add his son to the mix, who is like what, eight months old or something, like yeah. there's, there's such a similar vibe in, in the four of us. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it, yeah, I think we like brought each other food back home and we looked out for each other and, you know, like it's interesting now the, the conversation we're going to be having today on the show is around the coronavirus and mm. I mean, it's kind of cool like that this is happening and I'm really leaning on Jamie. I'm here with you. It's like that definitely happened in a past life with us being in some sort of unit because here we are now still finding our way like really into each other's lives. It's like magnetism, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as you're talking about that and um, I'm actually seeing... Uh, have you read the book Mists of Avalon? No, but it has been on a list of mine. Listen, if anyone's out there needing new books to read during this time, Mists of Avalon, and I think it's um, an actual movie as well, but the book is amazing. Anyways, uh, I could see us have, you know, having been like uh, warlocks, wizards, priestesses. Um, oh my gosh, you're speaking uh, of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> warlocks. We were a family of warlocks. We're having to go deeper into the woods while we do our magic. Oh my God. I love imagining that because normally I'm like, I'm an elf or I'm a fairy, but like, no, actually we were all warlocks, warlocks. together. Yeah. Gosh, you're bringing up something that I think is, well, you know, and see how we like, so just are bouncing off of one another and deeper and deeper we go. Um, 
I think that uh, Mother Earth is a really big piece of, of what's happening in our connection to Mother Earth so matters right now. So yeah, warlocks, man, like mm-hmm. one with the earth using, using earth medicine to, uh, to heal, to realign. Absolutely. Yes. Here's where I'm thinking we should go. We should talk about our own individual journeys a little bit around this virus and what's happened. Okay. Does okay. that feel good? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. So I just got back from, I mean, I've had a whirlwind recently. I, and I've been talking to you about this about four weeks ago, I guess. I was just getting into this really dark place. I like, I went out one night, I got super drunk on margaritas and I I was dancing and I woke up really sick and my sickness, which I thought was a hangover, went into being uh, like a flu. Like I had some sort of 48 hour flu, which took me into really dark places. Like I couldn't move my body. I couldn't look at lights. So there was no phone. There was was this This was like, I think it was like a month ago, maybe a little bit less. Okay. And this dark place of me not being able to do anything was like, you know, the quarantine that we're all currently going through is it was, it's quite better now because then I couldn't even I could not move. It hurt so mm-hmm. bad. And something about that led me into deciding, okay, maybe I want to do ayahuasca. Like it really felt so natural. I know that's a weird <laughs> correlation to make, but I guess that's like awesome. throwing up, like I was throwing up and I was feeling so much grief that I was like, oh, this feels like an ayahuasca experience. Yes, ayahuasca. Let's go do that. And oh, before yeah, I awesome. know it, mm-hmm. yeah, I listened to the call. I knew of this place that uh, had been calling my name and I was like, okay, cool, God, if I'm meant to go here, will you please give me a sign by having them send me an email today? And boom, they did it. Two o'clock. Like two, two, two is my lucky number. It was at two o'clock and it was like, hey, come to this next thing. Um, And so I immediately said yes to the call. I went I did deep healing. I will have another episode for that, but deep healing around that. And one of the reasons why I went was to heal my relationship with time. Mm -hmm. Really feeling like I, my Virgo rising has this really deeply ingrained control over time because of my childhood. It's a way I've had to cope, be perfect with time. Mm -hmm. And after that, that experience, I left feeling so light and so free. And then I went to LA and I did all this body work with these healers and they went into my belly and they worked with my solar plexus and all of this stuck energy going on. So fast forward now, like the LA trip was last week and and I get home and and it goes right into quarantine mode. So I've Mm. been doing all of this really deep expansive work. And over the course of that time, I also was keeping my eye on this virus. And for most of the time, I was like, definitely leaning into the spiritual sect that has been saying like, no fear mongering, all that. And I've been like, yeah, I'm going to stay positive. And I did a story at some point on my Instagram saying, you know, I'm still going to go get my hair done. I'm still going to get my nails done. Like I'm not like falling prey to this idea that we can't be doing things. And literally 24 hours later, I completely changed my mind about that because of how, how quickly news can change during the spreading of a virus. So then I got back on my stories and I was like, yeah, remember yesterday when I was all like, go do those things. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. Um, So it's been, it's been this like, really interesting shift because of the f- four weeks ago being like, I need to heal my relationship with time. And now for me on a personal level, I noticed this morning, didn't set my alarm, 
woke up at nine o'clock, like staying inside, losing track of time, doing this podcast with you totally spur of the moment. <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally I'd plan out for two weeks later. And oh. if, with you, yeah, I've never done this. Been like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it tomorrow. Sure. Or we decided Ooh. this morning actually. Yeah. And like something around time is really shifting for me on a personal level. And, and, and I want to go into the collective. I want to go into your experience. Like this is not all love and light and joy, even though I'm talking about a good thing. This is mm. quite scary, quite mm. serious and really important. People stay home. Mm. And this alone time is, is helping me on this personal level to really let go of my tight grasp on rigidity and time, which for me is like mind blowing because that's exactly what I was asking for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's happening without me having to make it happen. Like on my calendar being like, lose track of time today. Like lose that's not happening. <laughs> it's just going on. So that's, that's a little bit of what I've been experiencing over the past uh, couple of weeks in regards to my personal journey alongside this massive spread of this virus. And now I am going to pass it over to you. Well, first of all, I just want to say how, um, how woke of you to listen to the call and to say yes immediately and to get the medicine that was there for you. Um, maybe I should use a different word because ayahuasca is sometimes referred to as medicine um, often. Um, to, to, to receive the teaching that was there for you before this very real, very 3D thing is happening all around us. Um, so it's kind of like you got a, a sneak peek or a preview or like you got a cheat sheet. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I have like so many questions around that, um, <laughs> uh, but I won't ask them now. I'll ask them later. So, um, no, I, ha I just, I'm so curious. I have to, like, what, do you, what is your, what, do you, what did you learn from that that's being applied like right now? Like what, mm -hmm. what's the main nugget? The ayahuasca experience? Yeah. Wow. So I... I had, I had such a, an interest. So for everyone listening, I've done it before. I did it for four nights um, at a center and my experience truthfully was not great. And I didn't think I would do it again. Not because of what I, not because of the, the medicine, not because of the, the actual ayahuasca that I drank. It was actually because of the facility experience. Mm. Um, but uh, I had, I have like a very trusted relationship with, with the place that I ended up doing it. And um, I had already done a thorough check of, you know, the shamans and everyone I'd be working with. So it was easy for me to be a yes to it because I had been meditating on it for six months. I put it in the back of my mind and decided I wasn't going to do it. And then all of a sudden it came up very strong when I had that margarita hangover. That was like, mm -hmm. now do mm -hmm. it. So I went and uh, I had I had some intentions that I wrote down in my little notes journal, and my intentions included like feeling into some truths around my mother and to see her mm. in a different light and to to feel her heart and to um, feel my own like forgiveness honestly and and the time thing is in connection to that because the wounds around that relationship is what led to me having such a rigid mindset mm. towards time. Mm. Um, and I can't even explain in, in a podcast, like how rigid my relationship with time is. It, mm. Time is a big thing in my life. Uh, not enough time or not enough time to love on others, or will I ever see this person that I love again? Or is this the last time, um, mm. you know, like time with, that I wake up to, blah, blah, blah. and 
I did three nights. First night was quite hard. First night was quite hard. It was scary. It was painful. I cried, felt a lot of things that were heavy. Second night was a little more frustrating because I was next to people who were singing and I really, really had to learn how, like not singing, like, <laughs> like, you know, the professional singers. It was like, it was like people on ayahuasca singing their own songs and like <laughs> slurping, like making noise. And I was like really trying to go into my own, my own world. And that was a moment for me to surrender. And, um, I didn't quite quote su- succeed with that because uh-huh. it, I felt stuck. And yeah. then that realization of stuckness was really important in order to have the third night of being like, wow, I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go into the stuckness. Like this is a perfect example of, of, of stuckness of, of how I reacted to things outside of my control. And then the third night, what I can say is that all of my questions that I was like, mother ayahuasca, tell me the answer. Mm-hmm. None of that came to to light like no questions got answered i didn't hear something like this is your next step instead it was a feeling of like like if you just can imagine having just like goo in your body that's like murky and mm. thick and distracting you from your clarity it just felt like all that was taken up and out and just mm. out of my body and i just felt light wow. like i woke up and water felt like silk on my hands mm. I'm a very sensory person so like mm-hmm. I felt this water that was like silk and the sun felt like breath and I I went back to New York and I was walking in the streets getting my groceries feeling just light like no big deal I'm walking I don't know what time it is it's okay and I don't mean that in a like everything is good like part of me still understood this could be temporary. This could be a moment in time, but even that didn't scare me. It was like, mm. that's okay too. Mm. I love it. How beautiful. Um, and then this will be for another conversation between you and I, because did you know that Capricorn is the ruler of time? Um, and that's mm. Maddie and I both have a North node in Capricorn, which means we have a South node in cancer, which is, um, a lot of the teachings that I'm receiving right now through this coronavirus and what I'm seeing abroad. So, so this is all relevant, but that like um, moving towards the Capricorn North node and learning about time sounds very, very on course uh, for Capricorn North node. Yeah. So, um, so my journey into this, uh, you know, and I think, uh, let me explain a little bit more about the, the South Node, because you and I both have it in Cancer. So you, whatever your South Node is in astrology, and we're, we're not going to talk a ton about astrology, but um, it's definitely a relevant and a launch, launch pad. Um, wherever your South Node is, it's your mastery from past lives. It's where you've had a lot of experience, and it's the gift that you bring the world upon incarnation. And your North Node is kind of the exchange rate. You know, I'm going to give this gift, this mastery that I have, and in exchange, I really want to learn more of this area. Um, so, Maddie, you and I both, being masters of cancer, it's the mother vibration, it's divine feminine, it's flow, it's um, nurturing, it's feeling your feelings. Um, and there's a whole thing where we all have some karma with it and then it gets really unlocked at some point in our lives and it, and it gets in service to our, or it lines up in service to our North Node. However, um, 
So here we are, and we're both like these master uh, cancer north nodes, or sorry, south nodes. And um, the north node right now in the sky um, is in cancer. And so I think that for all of us, we're, um, we're being guided to really step into those cancer waters of surrender, of flow, of nurturing and compassion and divine mother. Um, however, where I want to dive into my own personal story is I think that as master cancers ourselves, we were really given a, a, a big warning shot, you know, a big like preparation zone. And I know that this just isn't true for cancer south nodes, um, but it is true for me. Uh, I, at the top of the year, I got a really clear call. It's funny that you talked about your margarita night. Um, my really clear call was to give up alcohol entirely. And um, I've never had a challenge or an issue with alcohol. So therefore, it's it's just not something I think about. Like, oh, go out to dinner with my parents, have some wine. Oh, we're, you know, socializing here, 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 have a beer. And um, and I just got the signal to stop. Like, like no, no going back, stop. And, um, and so I did, and I found that there was this kind of next level of sensitivity that opened up. Um, and I also found it was interesting because, um, I had, uh, we had a game night with our friends, uh, and, and I was like, okay, well, this will be my last night before I do this, you know? And I had two beers. That was it. Just two beers. And I could feel it in my system for the next nine days. I could feel it in my energetic system for the next nine days. And it was, it was fascinating because I don't know that I've ever been um, that, that acutely aware of it. You know, my, my, my focus has never been on that. So, so that was fascinating. And then the second invitation, big wake up call that I received was to, to, to actually go on a cleanse, this 21 day cleanse where it was no dairy, no sugar, no, um, no gluten, no processed foods, no, no really starchy things, you know, just a really clean, clean, um, diet and taking all these supplements. And one of the main things about the cleanse was to restore your gut health. And so here I've just spent the lot, I mean, this is day like 26 now. Um, so I'm, I'm past the cleanse itself, but I just keep doing it cause I love eating this way. Um, or I do for now. Um, but you know, it's just like blowing my mind how much I was guided to really, uh, just get, get my shit in order, you know, get my house super clean, get my immune system really pumped, get ready for this time, have all systems firing mm. because, I have been experiencing that, um, you know, the healers, the teachers, the counselors, um, we're giant catcher's mitts right now. Um, people are having a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of, you know, fill in the blank with stuff that is so uncomfortable to feel and to deal with. And, um, you know, where, where are people going to turn? They turn to the artists, they turn to the healers, they turn to the, to the teachers, um, for comfort, for care, for understanding this, um, in a deeper way. And so, uh, you know, I've been, I'm being put to work and like today I thought I had a free day <laughs> and I was like, this is great. I'm gonna, you know, I just repainted my bedroom and I'm like, I'm going to put up art and do all this. And then next, by like 10 o'clock in the morning, my day's completely booked. 
um, mm. this podcast, clients reaching out, like, oh my gosh, do you have anything last minute? It's like, of course, of course. Wow. Um, so, so that's what's been up for me. That's been my personal journey. Wow. That's so beautiful. And we talked day one of your cleanse. We were voxing. Oh, I remember because we? we were going to do a phone call and you were like, it's day one of a cleanse and I'm not doing any caffeine and all I want is a cup of coffee. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Maddie. I, did, I ended up not giving up coffee. I was just like, look, mm. if I'm going to give up everything that is fun, um, then I'm not going to give up coffee. So I ended up um, going back to coffee, having um, my precious morning coffee. That will be another cleanse at a later point in time. But yeah, if now, you feel called, it's like, like moments like this too remind, remind me of how, how important the little things are and not yeah. to take for granted and like yeah. coffee. I ended up having to do that a few days after you because of oh, really? my ayahuasca. Oh. I wasn't supposed to have coffee and I kept doing it until the day of. And I remember lying in my ceremony bed and like not like having this raging headache and being like, oh, no. man, I should have done it when Julie got off it. I should have. Oh no. So it ended up being okay. It was only one day that I had that going on, but um, it's really cool. It's really interesting because in both ways we were going through this experience of cleansing our body. Yeah. Like I felt this moment of, I, I need to cleanse out all of this like shit basically from yeah. my childhood. And it mm. just, it was coming on super strong for me. I thought I was doing it all because my Saturn return is coming, but like, it feels a little bit more, uh, it, it feels like there's a bigger, an even bigger purpose than like, oh, it's my own Saturn returns. Like, no, the globe needs it right now at all, all mm. human beings to be shedding these layers, all artists, all teachers. And I love that you just listened to that call that was coming so immediate to you just being like, Hey, like let go of alcohol, let, let go of uh, the, the guts, gut stuff, whatever we may want to call yeah. it. That's blocking mm -hmm. your gut, which is blocking your, your mind because yeah. of the mind gut connection yeah. and, and preparing the warriors, you know, preparing the warriors. Ooh. And, and I mean this for everyone listening, whether or not you're like, like being a coach doesn't matter. Like we're not talking about coaches here, <laughs> online coaches. We're talking about human beings with a spirit that feel called yes. to step up and pr provide love and yes. be love. Yes. Yes. And that's everything that is so important right now. So important. <sighs> so let's talk about some of the stuff that's, that's going on that like, I'm noticing particular every day I have like, whoa, this is, this is weird. This is weird. I, I have gotten by without having any news for a long time. Now it feels definitely like my, my civic duty and my personal spiritual duty to be up to date with what's happening in the world. So, um, I got YouTube TV, which is super cool. It like works with Apple TV. I, I sound, I feel like I'm an older person right now being like, I just got this technology and it's so interesting. <laughs> and but it's so, it's so funny to me getting all these, um, emails from all of these like acting classes and, uh, like courses that are sending, notifications about going online and they're like, we're going to be going online now. There's this nifty new tool called Zoom. <laughs> you can download it on this website. It's just like, it's so cool. It's so cool seeing like people discover Zoom and, and learning how it's possible to be doing online things. Yeah. Um, that's making me very curious. I'm very curious. Like there's so many, there's so many things that I feel like are being made possible because of this happening. Like yeah. people who don't know how to use the online Zoom space having mm -hmm. to do that now. Like what will that mean for 
businesses in the future, like I'm particularly thinking about acting and entertainment, which, which I could actually go on and on. I'm curious what you think, like, what do you think about the, the, the entertainment space or the economy space in general? Like being in New York city, Mm. Broadway shut down, acting classes shut down, like Mm. entertainment, like it's, it's so scary because I, I think New York city employs a hundred thousand people from Broadway alone, not even off Broadway and all of this put on pause, like the entertainment industry feels like it's completely on pause. No one's auditioning for things. No one's casting for things. And then all these waiters who are going into restaurants to work to be able to afford their creative arts career no longer have restaurants to go into. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have a, well, okay. What I love about what you're, you were sharing at the beginning of that is like looking for where's the opening, where's the gift, Mm -hmm. like what's here to see and to know more of um, more divine qualities like love or hope or, you know, um, joy. And I have a funny story with this that I was, um, so I, I have my own podcast and I do something that I call a prayer trip, which is uh, equal parts like affirmative prayer and then kind of a trippy guided meditation process. And um, so yesterday I recorded this week's prayer trip. And just as I was about to start speaking the prayer, these geese overhead honked. And I suddenly remembered like, oh my gosh, I've been walking my dog Luna and these geese have been really present. And every time I hear them honking in the sky, I say, oh, I've got to look up. What's, what's geese medicine? What's geese medicine? And then by the time I get back from the walk, I've totally forgotten and I move on with my day. So here I am about to pray and I hear these geese and I was like, oh, the timing of this, it's just too perfect. I have to look this up right now. <laughs> so I looked it up and um, I won't be able to tell you what website this is from right now. Um, But I just wanted to read this particular passage because it it blew my mind and then I'm going to riff on it. And I think that it speaks to exactly what you're saying. Um, When Goose swoops into your life, she may be trying to guide you toward a wish or some type of treasure, material or spiritual, that has gone undiscovered. As we travel our path, there are times we get very close to a universal truth but are in danger of missing it due to other distractions. Goose wants to get you back into focus so you don't miss the opportunity to truly live your bliss. Mm. Yeah. And it's so like, it's, it seems wacky to, to some in this moment to think of this being a pathway to discovering more of one's bliss, but that is a possibility. Um, The gift in this is that so many everyday life, one of the gifts, so many everyday life things are being taken away from us. Mm-hmm. You know, even as like my, my, uh, you know, boomer mom and stepdad who go to the grocery store every freaking day, you know, like Costco this day, Walmart the next day, Trader Joe's. Um, and they can't do that anymore. Or they're choosing not to do that right now. Um, just day-to-day stuff, even going to the gym, um, you know, going out to restaurants, um, all these things are taking, are taken away from us. Or, or, or stripped down, pared down, so that we really have to be with what is. And for a lot of people, for most people, there's a lot of uncomfortability just with that in general, but also like the circumstances of right now, right? A lot of people losing their work, losing their income. Um, uh, our, our friend Kelly just posted this wonderful post to moms. Um, 
you know, hear moms having all this freedom by their kids being in school. And then all of a sudden the kids are in the house and it's like, yay, I love my kids. And Mm -hmm. this means that I have to do, you know, double, triple the work now. Um, And just uh, not to mention, you know, all the other uh, circumstances uh, that people are moving through. However, we are having to be present with what is. And I mean, that's been my whole path in my adult life is to learn how to be present with what is to learn that as soon as I do, it might be incredibly uncomfortable at first, but if I breathe through it and you know, it's no coincidence that the lungs are very important to what's going on as I breathe through it, as I allow it to speak to me, as I listen to the messages that are coming up, I actually get to grow in consciousness. I get to, to step up into my more authentic self. I get to, um, find more truth, more love, um, you know, and perhaps even more bliss about who I really am and what I really wish to do, what I'm really here to do in this life. So many of us are doing things that we don't even want to do, whether it's like going to the gym to get a body that the world tells me I should have, but really I just want to like go swimming (laughs) or, you know, uh, working a job that I can't stand. Um, when really I, I just want to write uh, and, and follow that path. You know, so many things that we're doing that aren't our highest resonance. And here's an opportunity to, to just have a, have a pause and, and see what's true. I yeah. love, I love that you're talking about this. Um, going all the way back to like the simple pleasures and joys. I realize how much I love walking around my neighborhood and seeing places ah. like that are open. Like I, I just like, there's a, there's a place, there's a bar that's pretty close to me that I always walk my dog near and and seeing it close made my heart just be like, Oh, I just want to see it open and see people. And, and, and allowing myself to feel that sadness is so important. All of us be, be a fuck. Yes. To feeling pain and sadness from, from not seeing those bars open or from not being able to go swimming, because that is the exact emotion that's going to allow you to feel enthralled and so much joy when you are doing those activities. So yeah, I'm I'm such a yes to like feeling any heartache or heartbreak or any frustration or anger or irritation that may come up during this time because it's just showing me how much I love the things I do love. And if I don't feel anything at all, going back to the the, the last thing you were just saying, maybe I'm, I don't like doing it anyways. Yeah. Like I don't feel super upset not to be going to my, the, the particular gym that I've been going to recently. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> it's probably because I don't really like it and it doesn't feel super soothing for my soul. And, and actually what I want to do is go outside and just be in the sun or, mm. and, and like to the time thing again, I, I can't, one of the things I do, it's so funny. Like this is so crazy that like this is <laughs> happening. But one of the things I do is get really obsessive with scheduling future things. Oh, do you really? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Like I, the minute, like, and I particularly do it when I have a free day. It's yeah. a way that my subconscious tries to remain productive uh-huh. to not feel guilty for doing nothing. So yeah. if I have a free Wednesday where I'm not doing much, I might start super planning two weeks out, like looking for events already, looking for <gasps> podcast guests. No like, way. Yeah. I, I have a habit of doing that and it's not necessarily, it's not quote bad, but yeah. um, it keeps me from this current day. Like the, the when it keeps me not present in the Wednesday I currently have free. Like I, it's like my body's like, I got to do something. I got to feel productive. I got to, 
you know, underneath all of that is like, mm-hmm. can I get unconditional love? <laughs> and that's just the method of, of doing it and, or cleaning. And back in the day, it used to be eating disorders and counting calories. Like there's always mm. something and, and all the self-help work and all the breathing and the embodiment and divine feminine practices have all served greatly. And yet still one of those things that's lingered. And I mm. can't schedule shit right now. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I don't know where I'll be. Like my my dad and my sister are like, come back to Colorado. We w- we want you to be here in case anything happens in New York because it, in forty five days is when the peak happens. So they're like, you know, mm. get home now. And I don't want to, but like, mm. I don't know where I'll be just in case. Um, we don't know like if how much food we need right now. Even uh-huh. though that's the one place I'm like, moderation is key. Let's not freak out around the food. The food will mm. be okay. Yeah. Um. But I can't be scheduling things, even podcasts. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just the spur of the moment thing kind of feels more right because I don't know where we'll be in two weeks. I don't know if I'm going to be doing that acting class I signed up for. Like, yeah. ultimate surrender. And I am so a yes to it. Like, it's not yes. hard. I'm not struggling. I'm, I'm actually like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. I have a very yeah. good reason to not schedule things. So, yeah. sounds great. Let's just not do that. And it feels awesome. And I know this is going to stay. I just know it's going to stay. It's going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the embodiment of it right now. Yeah. Um, So what you're talking about is something that I learned so acutely when I moved from Los Angeles. So I lived nine years in New York City and then I moved and spent nine years in L.A., And then the next thing that I did without ever having been there was I sold everything. I packed up my car and my dog and I moved to a, a, to Asheville, North Carolina, um, sight unseen. And I just, I was so overwhelmingly guided, knew absolutely I was supposed to do this. And Asheville, like whatever it is that you're talking about, like whatever word we could put to it, like, I don't know, flow state or, um, uh, allowing a state of allowing, uh, like Asheville is that, like it's that in a little nature pocket mountain nest. And all I wanted to do when I moved there was just spend time by rivers and lakes and trees and just be in mother nature and just allow the day to unfold. And I hadn't done much of that before then. Um, and it was so magical and it always led to the most delightful things, just trusting your divine appointment, trusting that, uh, one of my favorite phrases is God knows how to get God to God, you know? So if there's something that is supposed to be like, it will happen. Um, if there's something that is supposed to find you, it will find you. Um, and it's, it's, it flies against everything that the world tells us. And yet to have an actual street level learn, you know, lived experience of that in motion is profound. Mm. Um, and it gave me so much more faith that, you know, thing, everything's going to work out. The podcast will get done. You know, the perfect person will arrive when they're supposed to, um, you know, before I met Marco, like the, you know, my, my beloved will find me. I will find him, you know, whenever it's meant to be, whenever the divine appointment is. So yeah, I love that. Mm. And okay. So you're talking so much about like the divine feminine. Um, and you are so masterful with that teaching and, um, you know, the polarity work and 
this is something that is so up for me. So astrology is one of the tools in my tool bag that I love to use. And I'm, a, I'm an admitted astro nerd. And here's what I find so fascinating about right now. So the North Node went into cancer in November of 2018. So this is right before the Me Too movement. So there was this explosion of the those in... Um, feminine bodies or those that identify as female saying like, Hey, we matter, you know, our voices matter. My perspective matters. Me saying no matters. Um, so, so the feminine got to burst out on the scene and, uh, the North node will change signs into Gemini from cancer to Gemini in May of this summer. So a, a couple months from now. So we're in the final stretch of that learning. And, you know, we saw so many women in the, um, in the Democratic uh, primary candidates. Uh, you know, we're seeing so many women as elected officials now. So many women in that, you know, presidential pool. And I was thinking that that was kind of how this was going to wrap up, how that North Node in Cancer, like maybe we're going to have like a woman president or a woman vice president. Um, and, and life was just like, no. Boom! This isn't about our government. This is about feeling one another, feeling your own feelings, considering one another, having compassion for one another. And, you know, Mother Nature does it best. Like, here is this little teeny, teeny, tiny microscopic thing that no one can see that has the invitation to bring us into our highest care and consideration for ourselves and for others. And the way that we prevent this from taking 4 million lives and overwhelming our healthcare system, we have to watch out for one another. We have to. It's not just about like, hey, you're young, you're healthy. You know, like you could probably be gallivanting around the streets right now doing whatever you wanted to. And maybe this will take three days, four days through your system. I mean, like, who knows? But the real invitation is to consider everyone else. You know, those that are compromised from health, those that are compromised right now financially, those that are, that are feeling unsafe in their homes. Like, like the, the whole invitation that is screaming at me is to step into that divine feminine. So like on the personal level, this looks like feeling our feelings, like we've talked about, you know, letting ourselves feel what is true and authentic for us, letting ourselves nurture those feelings instead of shaming them or telling ourselves that they're bad, you know, and you already in this podcast, like, and I think even before we started recording, you're just so good at saying, Hey, however you feel, whatever you want to say, like, and that's just so like the loving mother of just like, yes, honey, you go, you be you, you know, and can Mm. we do that for ourselves? and embrace ourselves and care for ourselves and any icky feels that are coming up. And then from that place, we get to extend that outward to others. Um, And it's just so revelatory to me. And I do feel, I just have to put this out here, and and, and this is just my opinion, this is my prediction, quote unquote. Um, I do feel that when the North Node shifts signs, we're going to see a shift in this as well. But, you know, we still have a couple more months to to move Mm -hmm. through this. Mm-hmm. But I do hope that that's true. What do you yeah. think of all of that? Oh, I'm so glad you you brought that up. I, 
I want to phrase this <clears throat> in the way that I want to phrase this. I want to be intentional with this. So my, 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 my offering to people, cause I, I, I know that, you know, this podcast has been around for six years and I know throughout that six years, I've had a lot of conversations around anxiety come up on this podcast and a lot of humans who struggle immensely with anxiety lean on this podcast. Mm. And I can imagine that during this time, if you, if you don't have the tools to handle that anxiety, this must be incredibly hard. Like mm. being at, I can imagine being at home, if you have an eating disorder and, and being around food, like, Ooh. and, and, and feeling fearful around all the food. If you have binge eating disorder and having all this food and like not being able to work out and maybe you're physically not feeling safe around your partner or your yeah. father, or, yeah. um, there's domestic abuse in your household, or, uh, maybe you just have one of those minds that, that imagines something and then latches on it and goes a little bit crazy, you know, and like, yeah. just can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. My invitation to you is, is exactly what you just said. Julie about most of us are healthy. We're going to be okay. And this is the time to practice your breath, mm. to, to lean into pleasure, especially mm. if you are an anxious person. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, pleasure doesn't mean sex or food. It can be those things, but thinking about what are the little things that you can have within your control that light you up right now mm. without running to the hospital. Because I imagine that some people may have a cough or be around someone who coughs. And if you have major anxiety that may encourage you or may make you want to go hurry to the gym and get a test, or I mean the gym, hurry to the the <laughs> emergency room and get a test and like be taken care of. But chances are very high if you are young and you are healthy, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And we want to be really careful about not overcrowding the healthcare system because mm-hmm. every person that takes up a bed or a room because they have a little bit of paranoia is, is, is doing a disservice mm-hmm. truly. And, and, and that's one of the things I wanted to offer on this. So like for the most part, most people are going to be okay. If you have a healthy immunity and you don't have an autoimmune disorder. And if you do have an autoimmune disorder, my sister has one, she's still very healthy very strong, but it is very important for her to stay inside. So mm-hmm. stay inside. Like I'm, I was on the news this morning and there's all these people that don't give a crap. Like yeah. Miami, like all the people that are on the beach right now, oh, all those people are putting all of our elderly and older folks really into trouble and overcrowding the healthcare system and the economy and everything. Just stay yeah. home. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and I say all this with so much love because yeah, if you have anxiety, it's going to be hard being around that food, not being able to go to the gym, all your coping mechanisms mm-hmm. most likely are being stripped from you. Yeah. Everything yeah. you do, like me and my timing, I can't do that. And thank goodness I've spent the last six years of my life being in spiritual practices. And that's why I'm like, I'm all good. But if right. I wasn't, I can imagine like putting myself in my shoes six years ago, this would be a nightmare. I Mm. used to not even go on trips Mm. because I was so afraid I wouldn't have control over my food. I wouldn't 
go on dates. I went mm. on one date an entire in an entire year when I was 22 years old. I went on one date because I was Whoa, 22. girl. What? I know, it's 22. I was like, you know, I was 22. <laughs> I'm, I'm age, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and instead I was just staying. So like I get I know how serious these things can be. Yeah. Uh, mentally speaking and and that's why I'm encouraging people to lean into pleasure, lean into what brings you joy, okay. have your phone calls, have your group chats, yes. uh, get on Zoom, look at all the different virtual activities that are going on. Any big event or even small event that was happening in your town over the next couple of weeks is most likely virtually now. So yes. you can still have access to all this community, all these meetups, but stay, stay inside until we know, yeah. furthermore, not to. Yeah. Yeah. And those are all wonderful ways to, to do, to practice self-care, even in these circumstances, even with anxiety. Um, and, and thank you for like bringing my attention to, to that. And if I may like offer up one of my favorite exercises, it's super simple, um, to communicate and it's super simple to execute. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I've used it so much myself and I pretty much give it to like 99% of people <laughs> that I encounter in clients or classes or whatever. Um, so, so as a, as a counselor, as a spiritual counselor, uh, one of the things that I first, uh, move through with people is this like, Hey, stop shaming your feelings. You know, Hey, mm -hmm. it's okay to feel however you're feeling what does it look like if we just be with those feelings instead? And so what I say a lot, my little phrase is to love your human, you know, like what does it look like to love your human? Um, you can even see it as an animal or as a, as, as its own, as, as a vehicle. It's a, it's a human suit that you're wearing. You know, it's this, it's this own precious little meat suit that you get to wear here on earth, you know? So what does it look like to really love and care for your human and even though you might be an ancient soul, like hundreds of years, thousands of years, infinite old, this little sweet human suit is only 33 years old. Or if you're me, you're 46 years old. So this human suit doesn't know that what it's like to be in a pandemic, you know? So it's going to have its own process through this. However, there is also an infinite part of your soul of your spirit, that is your, your essential nature that's plugged into the infinite intelligence of the entire universe. You know, we're all, it's all holographic, like the fullness of God is everywhere present. So the fullness of God's source energy, whatever you want to call it, is right where you are. That means that wisdom, intelligence, the creative potentiality of all things and all beings, it's right where you are. So those two things, love your human and tune into that infinite intelligence. So here's the exercise. That was all just a prequel. <laughs> okay, so you just journal. I'm afraid that, and you just let it flow. I'm afraid that blah 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 that this virus is. I'm going to get this virus. My parents are going to get this virus. Blah blah blah. That I can't stop it. Blah, blah, blah. Just let your human have it say. Give it space to talk, and then take a breath. Do some hip circles. You know, walk around your room five times. Whatever you need to do, and then you come back. And the next sentence starter is the truth is, and this is where you access that truth, and it can be street level. Like the truth is, I've survived everything before this. <laughs> the truth is, somehow I know I'm going to be okay. And then just keep going and you might find that you get to these higher level truths. The truth is, I'm an infinite being. Uh, the truth is, um, I'm actually a very intuitive person and my intuition tells me that I'm going to be okay. Um, and then 
conclude the exercise by going for the highest truth possible. The highest truth possible for me to know today is, and then let yourself download it. And I often find that that helps so much in these times. Love your human and then plug into something higher. Oh my God. I love this. <laughs> That's so helpful. So, so helpful. helpful. I'm going to start so using helpful. my coaching. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm smart. Sure in it, but I'm, it, I learned it so long ago. I can't remember where I got it. <laughs> I'm just going to credit you and be like, it came from the infinite intelligence of Julie Day. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's great. And you even have embodiment in there. I love that you said like, I'm afraid that, and then like get up and get in your body, like do the hip circles, like do a little mm -hmm. dance. Mm -hmm. um, and then accessing the truth. I'm curious. I've, I just got to ask, what is your highest truth possible right now? <laughs> We're just skipping right over the, I'm afraid that the hip circles, those are going straight to the very end because you are, you are well-practiced in this. Y'all, I uh, got it. Okay. Okay. First of all, uh, let me truly like take a second and, and see, see if something mm. is um, wanting to download. Okay, so uh, so this is what I hear, um, and it's 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 kind of a general message for all of us, which is, um, we were born for this. We were made for these times. Like us being here mm. is intentional. This is not something that's happening to us. It's happening for us, and and it's happening because of us, because we are here, because we all have the capacity to listen more, to care more deeply, to love more. So this might seem like this awful pandemic, and lives are at stake, and and there's truth in that for sure, and there's also like evolutionary wonderment that is happening through this and good that we can't even see yet that is going to come of this and um and we're here for th that's why we're here we are here for this um so 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 what comes to me personally is i'm safe to open up to that i'm safe to digest that and know that is my truth what's yours boom well, right there, that's a little audiogram. Gonna have to note that because that was like the most perfect little spiel right there. And oh. Right <laughs> um, oh, let me let me see if I have anything coming through. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Maybe because it just feels so present, or I just talked about it, but like my ultimate truth in this moment is when all is stripped away mm. that we white knuckle and hold on to and grasp to feel safe we're going to discover how safe we really are Ooh. yeah there's something about like it doesn't mean it's going to be easy but when the clinging to the calendar or the perfect schedule where everything's in place, or the gym, mm -hmm. um, having Amazon Prime delivering everything perfectly in two <laughs> days, when we don't have the toilet paper or the hand sanitizer, um, and you know, even like, even the darker truths of like when someone we love gets sick and when we're not alongside people we love, we live in different states or in different countries, mm -hmm. We'll, st we'll see that we are okay. Mm -hmm. We will come out stronger. 
And, and we're going to see also just how small this world is. Yeah. All collectively having the same experience. Yeah, I find that's that amazing. Wild. Yeah. I find that so amazing. Like I grew up very much focusing on USA just because that's what mm-hmm. Texans do. Like it's just. <laughs> that's right. We're both Texans. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, you know, going, traveling served me a lot. When I traveled to other countries, I realized how much they focus on global news rather than Americans. But like right now, all of America is really waking up to focusing on the world rather than just America. And I think that's beautiful. And mm. my sister has this friend that got stuck in Spain and uh, she couldn't get home and she was really scared. My sister did a story and then I reposted it and then someone else reposted it. And then that girl went to bed and she woke up and there were like 20 people all sharing her story of being mm-hmm. stuck in this country. And guess what? She found a way home. Yeah. Like we're banding yeah. together and we're helping each other and yeah. we're going to have to let some of these little coping mechanisms we hold on to to feel safe go. Yeah. We don't really have a choice. It's just going to happen for us. Yeah. And that is how we're going to realize how safe, how held Mm. How okay we really are. Yes, yes, amen to that. Um, you know, that's a whole reason why I started my podcast, you know, people telling their own waking up story, like having these awful experiences from cancer to, you know, uh, their fiancés cheating on them and the breakup and um, someone went into a coma for eight days. Um, these things that if you're looking at it just through a 3D lens, it can seem like the most horrible thing um, ever. And yet there is always this story, like you're saying, like there's light, there's light there um, that somehow finds its way to the surface. And these, these experiences become transformational and they grow us into more of our authentic self, more, um, more of love, um, like you said, just that that feeling of being able to trust more in in this earthly experience, in Mother Nature, in our fellow human beings. Um, that's wonderful stuff, right there. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it. Yum, <laughs> yum. We make magical podcast conversations. Oh, I just always love talking to you, Maddie. I always have so much energy run through my body when I talk to you. Like I'm, I'm sitting here like squirming in my chair. Like, what is that? <laughs> I feel it too. Like I, I, for everyone listening, I like tell Julie all the time, like she's, she's to me, like has this, it's really interesting that we both have the South Node cancer. Yeah. And for me, you give me so much of this nurturing energy I crave and I need. Uh, I just need it often. And whenever I need it, I just kind of like think about you and it's like I instantly access a little bit. Oh my God. It's like I, this, this might sound crass, but I'm like sucking on the spiritual seat <laughs> of Julia Day. That's hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> Girl, listen, I, it's an honor. Um, <laughs> you're right, I'm not going to go there more with that. Uh, metaphor. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's an honor to know you. I, you're, you're this ancient, ancient being, man. So, so if I can bring some human nurturing love to your younger human suit, mm. then that's awesome. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Where can people connect with you online? Oh, great. So uh, over on IG, I'm Julie Elizabeth Day. 
uh, or you can find me on my website, thejulieday.com. And if you want to come over and check out my podcast, um, and I just posted this special edition prayer trip, so that might be something really great to start mm. with. Um, it's I Woke Up Like This, and you can find it, you know, all the places that you find your podcast. Amazing. I will have all those links on the show notes to this, maddiemoon.com forward slash Julie dash day. And before we uh, wrap this up here, are you down for a few divine deep dive round questions? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And then I have to have time to praise you (laughs) and to thank you so, so, so much for having me on your show and for having me in your life. I just adore you and the work you're doing and you're, you're remarkable to be doing this Mm. um, with such young year human skin. Mm, thank you, Julie. Oh my gosh, I'm letting that just wash over me. That feels, <laughs> that feels so good. Um, it's all true. Yeah. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I just love you. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shoot. Divine deep dive round. Um, some of these are like one of those like this or that. So I'm gonna start. With okay. This. Okay. Pod- podcast or audiobook? Podcast. Um, ice cream or froyo? Ice cream. <laughs> Same. <gasps> Mountains or beach? Mountains with lakes. I think I know this one. Coffee or wine? <laughs> Coffee. Yeah. Uh, candle or incense? <gasps> oh, that's a tough one. That's the toughest one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, candle. And if you could have any candle magically appear and be scented and lit for you, what flavor would it be? Oh my gosh. Um something yummy, like figgy. Like I don't, I don't have a candle brand that I go to. I'm like a TJ Maxx candle girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but something figgy. Figgy. I like that. Uh, what's one must read book that everyone needs to get? Ah, so the first book that jumped to mind, which is interesting because I, I, it's been forever since I've read this book, but, but it's be here now by Ram Dass. Um, it changed my life. Uh, it's such a great read and he is such a, um, master teacher for this planet. Um, and, and now he's, he's holding space for us on the other side. So go, go get some Ram, Ram Dass medicine. Be here now. And then the other book, um, yeah, I don't need to talk about the other book. <laughs> what? I want to know what the other book is. Well, I was getting, I don't know why this, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even. <laughs> what? That is such a tease, Julie. I was going to say Franny and Zoe by J.D. Salinger, but again, I think I was 27 when I read that book. Like, I can't even tell you what it is anymore. Um, so, but I just watched this J.D. Salinger documentary, and there's, like, really awful stuff in that documentary. So, um, but genius writer. Okay. Okay. I don't even know what this is, but I'm going to have to look it up now. I'm all about it. Hey, I'm, I'm around that age. Maybe I'm going to love it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, okay. So another book just came through love without conditions by Paul Farini. It is one of the most profound books I've ever read. And it continues to teach me about real love, Mm. not this uh, Judeo Christian turn the other cheek kind of love, but like real, real love, love Love without without conditions. Okay, great. That sounds awesome. What about a movie? What is one of your like favorite current movies or old movies, any movies? Um, Lord of the Rings, oh. a number one forever and always in my heart, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a given, like, like I, it, how could it not be 
the favorite movie of every human being that's ever had the pleasure to live on planet earth. I just yes, don't exactly, understand. Exactly. I don't understand those people. <laughs> you should get an Arwen's pendant, like her necklace, and then <laughs> I'll have mine and then we'll take photos together and we'll have like magical elf powers because we'll you kind of look necklace. like Arwen. Do I? Oh, cool. No, you've, you've totally got that, that like just put on some ears and you're, you're there. You know what? I'm going to send you a photo of me when I tried to be Arwen when I was um, uh, 15 and I had braces and I had fake ears on and it is a terrifyingly awkward, adorable photo of me trying oh my, my hardest to be an elf. And it's so, oh it's just so awkward. And I'm going to send it to you. I cannot wait to receive that picture. Thank you. It's a gift. You're so welcome. <laughs> um, favorite artist to listen to in the morning, like a beautiful Sunday morning, coffee's brewing and you're going to put on what on Spotify? Um, I'm thinking all old school now, but like Cat Stevens or Bob Dylan, or, mm. um, I do like me, love me some cocktail twins. Um, uh, like, oh God, I'm trying to reach for like someone modern. Sufjan, is it Sufjan Stevens? I always said Sufjan, but it might be Sufjan. Sufjan. That's probably accurate. I'd That's a great choice. Yeah. Great. I haven't listened to him in a long time. It's time. It's time to yeah, put on some. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, really. Um, Chicago. Oh, I love that song. Now I'm thinking of it. Um, well, okay. So this question is not going to really, I'll still ask you if yeah. nothing comes to mind. That's okay. It's because you're not in this space, but I was going to ask you, what is your quarantine cocktail? (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh my gosh, I can tell you uh, my quarantine smoothie. It's like my favorite. Yes, that works. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So, um, if, since I'm not eating sugar right now, um, I put pumpkin in my smoothie. So pumpkin and then whatever, you know, I put almond milk in there, whatever you got on, whatever you got on hand. Um, I put a little bit of peanut butter, but you know, I happen to love peanut butter and it agrees mm-hmm. with my system. So it's my body testing. Um, but you could do almond butter, whatever you've got. And then pumpkin pie spice and then grind some ginger in there, protein powder. Um, you can put bee pollen would be really great. Uh, and it's the best smoothie in the whole world. Oh my gosh. I'm writing all of this down. It's yes. So, it tastes like pumpkin pie. I used to make stuff like this. I used to make um, I think I used to do a little bit of pumpkin and then sweet potato and oh. I would trade, yeah, I would trade off with a uh, vanilla protein powder and chocolate. They both work really well. Ooh. And I would also do the pumpkin pie spice. So if you ever want to like, you know, beef it up a little bit, try uh, a chunk of sweet potato too. It, it's wow. like the same, it's the same flavor profile. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm going to for sure. All right. Last question I will ask you is. If you're going to go to an event on a Friday night, what will it most likely be about? I mean, like now no, or not now. a month ago, if you were to ago. leave your house on a Friday night, what kind of like, where would we find you in yeah. beautiful little Asheville? What would you be doing? Yeah. Um, it's either game night with our friends because mm. uh, I love me some game nights. And, uh, and then the other thing would be something really kooky and spiritual, like, we actually had tickets to go to this sound healing event where this guy has like all these gongs and didgeridoos and you know, all that stuff. And you just sit there and get sound bathed for an hour and it just trips me out. Uh, I love it. I wonder if that's, that's possible to do virtually, like with the same, probably not the same frequency. You can't feel it. And, and a lot of sound is about you feeling the vibrations, but 
I would be interested. I bet there is like some sound healing virtual classes happening now, which is pretty cool. Perhaps. You can be in your bed. And you know, one of my favorite things um, to meditate to is binaural beats. And if you don't know what that is, just a simple YouTube search and you'll uncover tons of binaural meditations. And it's actual like brain technology. It's sound waves that get into your brain and alter your, um, mm. you know, your brain state takes you deeper into meditation. So that can be its own healing. You know, there's different frequencies, different, what is it, sulfragio um, frequencies that you can get into and have your own you know, headset, sound bath. I am all about that. Yeah. yeah. In a bath. Like do in a that. bath. Like, get with in candles. a bath with candles. <laughs> I love it. Julie Day, thank you so much for coming on to the Mind Body Musings podcast. This episode was so perfect and everything that I needed in my soul. I needed to talk yeah, with too. talk with you about this. So I'm so glad that we did this and recorded it and we're blasting it out into the world. Yay, me too. And hugs to everybody. Hugs, hugs, hugs.